I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. Now, we've all been around long enough to hear the saying, a dream deferred is not a dream denied. But can we be honest It's a lot easier to say that to someone else than it is for us to walk it out ourselves. Can you imagine having a dream in your heart to write a book and to face rejection after rejection after rejection? And then one day there's a ray of sunshine only to have the door slammed in your face once again. That's the story of my next guest, Chris Smith. It took six years for his dream to come to reality. So if you've been at this thing for a while and you're on the verge of giving up, you're definitely going to want to check out Chris's full-length episode. But for now, check out this preview. You're going to love his story and his accent. Chris, welcome to Publishing Secrets. So excited to have you here and have the audience learn more about your book, um, Blood on the Range. So tell us a little bit about the book and who you wrote it for. Thanks, Coach Tam. Great to be here with you. So Blood on the Range is something that's written for everybody from age 13, 14, all the way through to age 18. Uh, I wanted to have a wide target audience and... For the young people, I wanted to give them heroes that they can look up to, people that they can aspire to be like um, clean heroes. So there isn't a lot of, or there isn't any bad language in there. There's no sexual content. And for the the older generations, I wanted to take them back to the the 60s, to your Clint Eastwood's Fistful of Dollars, Good, the Bad and the Ugly, um, and just really recapture those moments. I grew up reading your Zane Gray's, Louis L'Amour, those kinds of stories. And um, I always just enjoy that there's a good guy and that he's going out to teach the bad guys a lesson. And uh, I think that's something the world needs today. We don't need invincible heroes who can take on a whole army by themselves. We just need to know that there, there are people out there who face the same challenges that we face. And through guts and determination they, they, and through the help of friends and family, they can overcome them. So my hero is a lot more realistic in that aspect. He does have his flaws, but he's just a normal person that people can relate to. Wow, I love that. So you're taking us back in time, good guys versus bad guys. And you talked about something, determination and guts. Now, because we've had an opportunity to spend more time together, I know a little bit more about your story, but I wonder if we could just Pull the audience in a little bit. Now, you started this process of uh, publishing Blood on the Range in 2014. It's now 2020 that we're doing this interview, a six-year period. 
talk to me about why it took so long to get to this point and some of the things that you encountered. Uh, yeah, uh, it's been quite a journey. Um, I started writing Blood on the Range in October 2014, and it was never going to be anything more than just a, a story for friends and family. I uh, certainly never expected to be somebody like this, talking to somebody like you. I mean, wow. You know, that, that was on the cart. Uh, that was sort of the, the pipe dream down the line, but just never really expected it to happen. Um, never thought I'd be published. So, yeah, um, it was just had a bit of time on my hands. Always loved English and history at school, and it was on the bucket list to write a book. So I just started writing, and next thing there were 20 words. Got my twin brother, Steve, to read a bit. He enjoyed it and said, I want to see more. And I thought, okay, that's cool. Let's carry on writing. But is it family bias? So I got a friend to read the book and he really enjoyed it and said, okay, cool. Maybe, maybe we've got something here. And um, obviously it takes, takes time to write. Um, and sometimes you don't feel like it. Writer's block is a real thing. Never knew it before, but now I do. So two and a half years went by and then the, the book was done. And I thought, what now? Um, didn't know how to go about getting in touch with publishers. Um, Google is your friend, as the saying goes. So I uh, found out that there are such things as literary agents, which I'd never heard of before. So I contacted, I think, about 140 of those. And when I did get replies, they were all in the negative. So that was um, quite a self-published. So that's the, the original. And then um, I had a guy called Cole Wren gave me a five-star rating. He's a great guy from Texas. Um, I can say about him there would be no publishing deal because he actually inspired me to go for it. Uh, it was fantastic to get that, that review on Amazon and just really lifted my spirits. And we chatted a bit. I looked him up on Facebook. We chatted a bit and he said, approach these publishers and I went for it and ended up getting a contract. So yeah, um, sales didn't take off quite as much as I wanted them to. Um, don't think there was too much marketing done. And I kind of gave up on writing because I thought, okay, well, I'm making $12 if I'm lucky a month. If even that, that wasn't a good month. So there's really no point in writing second. Um, blood on the range, caught in a crossfire, it's going to have to go die in a corner somewhere. And yeah, the COVID came along, the, these guys lost their, their deal or basically had to close their doors and I got the rights to my book back. And I thought, okay, am I going to self-publish? Can I do this? Can't I do it? So there was, there was a lot of self-doubt after the, the last time and something I prayed about. And I just had this voice saying, try again, try again, try again. So I thought, okay, before I self-publish again, I'm just going to try and Google Western publishers and uh, find a list of about 19, approach them all, and yeah, um, ended up signing with a fantastic company called Publishing, then our DSP Productions, sorry, DS Productions. And yeah, I was just blown away by the, the amount of interaction I get from them and the support. Um, my publicist is a guy named Nick Whale, and what a guy. Uh, I messaged these guys at eight in the morning, but 
colleagues um, got back to me and by 1 p.m. I was on a Zoom call with Nick and explained my situation and just his vision and the, the plan for the marketing of the book blew me away and there was the contract. So yeah, it's, it's taken six years, but um, in God's time, not. not. Mm, that's such an important uh, lesson for those that are listening that it may not happen exactly like you thought it should, but it will unfold in God's timing. And so your faith played a huge role in you being able to persevere and finally be at the point where this year your dream comes true, blood on the range comes out. When do you expect it to be available and how can they stay in contact with you so that when it's ready, they can get their copy? Good question. Um, the book's going through final editing now, so we're probably looking at mid-September, end of September for a launch. Um, I'm busy with the sequel as well. I'm sort of 9,000 words into that. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll have two books out there quite soon. And I'm active on all social media at the moment, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. So the, the easiest way to find me is to use the hashtag B-O-T-R range. Um, if you try and search for Chris Smith, there are a couple of hundred thousand of us out there. So that might be a little bit difficult. Um, but yeah, um, I'm C.B. Smith on Facebook and C.B. underscore Smithers. Um, just look around for me. I think hashtag B-O-T-R would be the easiest way to find me. And that we will. So family publishing secret guest, Chris Smith, so happy to have him with us here today. You're going to use that hashtag B-O-T-R, and we will look for Blood on the Range to be out mid-September. I know that there are people that are listening, Chris, that may be struggling with that self-doubt that you talked about, you know, especially your journey was full of so many ups and downs, which when they hear your, your full length, episode, they'll be able to, to kind of take that journey more with you. How do they find the strength? What is your advice for that aspiring author out there that's struggling with the same self-doubt and insecurities that you faced in your journey? Uh, the main key to that, um, you're always going to have self-doubt. There, there are always going to be moments where you think, can I do this? Can't I do this? Is my book good enough? Am I good enough? And you need to surround yourself with positive people who are actually going to just keep encouraging you. And it's like going to the gym. You're, you're never going to bench 100 kgs straight off. can, especially me. Um, you just have to get in there and maintain consistency. You, you just have to put down uh, 300 words a day. Keep yourself consistent. Keep doing that, keep doing that, keep doing that, because then you get a sense of achievement. You, you can see your book growing and you can say, okay, something. Today I achieved something. Today I achieved something. And all of a sudden that 300 words maybe in a week or two becomes 400 words a day, 500 words a day. And eventually you're developing the, the habits of writing. It comes to you more easily and you begin to enjoy it. So it's... I think the keys are surround yourself with people who are going to show you love and who are going to support you in what you're doing, but also have that self-discipline and that motivation to, to keep doing a little bit every single day and just know it's not going to be easy, but at the end of the day, it's, it's rewarding. 
um, even if you don't publish straight away, just to know that you've written a book. Not everybody can do it, and not everybody does do it, and it's a great feeling. I mean, I can hold my book in my hands, and I never thought I'd be able to do that. So yeah, I'd encourage everybody out there, um, go for it. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to encourage and inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. In order to stay up to date on our episodes, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you will be notified. And if this episode has been a blessing to you, do me a favor, rate and review. Until next time, God bless.